Morning Liberty. Well, what is up, all of our liberty-loving friends? This is another fantastic episode of Good Morning Liberty. My name is Nathaniel Paul Thurston, and I'm by myself today because Charlie is off in the land of... Well, he's at some beach right now. I don't know where he is. It's work-related, right? Yeah, it's definitely work-related for him. So it's just me today, but luckily I am hanging out with the Fed Haters Club who have joined via joingmail.com. That's join that join gml.com, not join gmail.com. I, I don't care if you guys join Gmail or not, but you should go to join gml.com so you can join the Fed Haters Club and hang out with us, especially on Fridays for Dumb Bleep of the Week, where we will be going through submissions, many of them from people in our live group in the Fed Haters Club. And we will be voting on which one was the dumbest thing from this week. They will make it to the end of the year for Dumb Bleep of the Year. And we will send the winner a trophy. And a trophy to the person who submitted that Dumb Bleep, if it was someone from the group. So, join the Fed Haters Club so you can get involved with that. All right, it's been an interesting week. We had our first GOP primary debate. I'm not bringing up any dumb stuff from that. Uh... Because it was a debate and, and most of it was dumb, honestly. It was just a debate recap. If you want to listen to Dumb Bleep of the, the debate, just listen to my debate recap. That's essentially what it was. Uh, which I think it was one of the finer debate recaps out there because it was only 25 minutes long. So you want to you check that out. Okay, Dumb Bleep number one. The mugshot we've all been waiting for. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? You guys, you know that guy? Very important, influential figure in America. Finally, we got a mugshot of him and his persecution. Look for all that he stands for. And, um, oh, there it is. There, there he is. Uh, this post here from Dinesh D'Souza, and then we'll go on to the other one from CJ Pearson. Um, a mugshot can be a badge of honor. Solzhenitsyn have one. Gandhi, Mandela, and Martin Luther King Jr. That's great. Dinesh D'Souza. There was a point in time where I thought Dinesh D'Souza was, like, awesome. I don't know what it was. It's because it's probably because I hated Obama a bunch. It's more than likely what it was. Uh, but I thought that he was amazing. I don't know if he's just gotten worse and worse over time. Did he used to be pretty good? Does anyone else remember feeling that way about him? Was, was he good at some point in time? Okay, it's just his name. Yeah, that's what it is. Dinesh D'Souza uh, posting a picture of Martin Luther King Jr. with the hashtag Trump mugshot. And then also submission here today, CJ Pearson posting out, you know who else was forced to take a mugshot after years of politically motivated persecution under a Democrat president? <laughs> president Trump is in good company. And that was a little mashup there of Trump's mugshot. His eyes are kind of red there. I don't know if he had been crying or what was going on, but his eyes do look pretty red. Or maybe he would just, you know, was high as he could be before he got in there. I don't know. Who knows? Pepper spray, just for fun. Just to, you know, just to get him going right there. Make sure he doesn't try to get away. It's probably what it was. So you got Donald Trump with the red eye, and then you got Martin Luther King Jr. I... Personally, it's just me. It's my own personal preference. 
I don't like this comparison. I just, I don't think it's very, I don't think it's a great comparison. Um, yeah, you could do this for anyone that gets a mugshot, by the way. Like, oh, look, I got a mugshot. I'm in good company. Look at some of the great people throughout history who got mugshots. Now, I'm not saying that Trump is this awful, terrible, you know, no good person like the people on the left are, even though he probably is a terrible, awful, no good, very bad person. Uh, that's more than likely true. Uh, I'm I'm not saying he's as evil as everyone on the left says, but is he Martin Luther King Jr.? Is it quite the same thing because he was saying that the election was stolen and they were doing these alternate elector schemes, stuff like that? I know a bunch of the charges are BS. I, I agree with you. Totally agree. Except for the classified documents one. Uh, he did that. We all, we know that. Okay, that's the one that I'm interested in. Let's move on to dumb leap number two. This one goes to Rain Wilson. You may know him as Dwight Schrute from The Office. Uh, or, yeah, yeah, Dwight, because that's about the only thing that you would know him from. So he's a upset, angry, bitter, aging person. And I'm not just making that up. I read a bunch of articles about how unhappy he was with The Office and he wasn't getting paid enough and he wasn't getting enough movie deals and stuff like that. He was very, very unhappy about how that all played out. And he was jealous every time Steve Carell and John Krasinski were getting movie deals and all that stuff. Anyway, it's Dwight from The Office. Okay. Rain Wilson. If I were writing a song about rich men north of Richmond, I wouldn't talk about obese people on welfare. I'd sing about CEOs who make 400 times their average worker salary, up from 50 times 30 years ago, and corporations that pay zero taxes and offshore tax shelters for billionaires. That's so unfortunate. You hate, you hate to see people go down this road when they're one of your favorite TV characters. Honestly, I just, I just don't, I really don't want to know the politics of anyone who's involved in entertainment because it really destroys entertainment for me, because then that's all I think about. I've known that he was like this for a little bit, but I don't like seeing it right now. Okay. So if you're going to write a song about rich men, North of Richmond, he doesn't want you to talk about the obese people on welfare. Now, first off, the rich men North of Richmond are not the obese people on welfare. It's just saying that they're taking some of your money and giving it to obese people on welfare. Okay singing about CEOs who make 400 times their average worker's salary. Let's not even go into the CEO pay thing right now. You can find hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of content from us talking about that. I will, however, mention something about Rain Wilson. He was making up front about $2.4 million a season for the office. Okay. He's worth about $14 million right now, which is which is fine. He's no billionaire, so I get it. There's a lot of people who have more money than he does, including many of his co-stars from The Office. But I wonder what the key grip or grip number three uh, was making on The Office. What does the guy who was taping down some of the cables to the floor make on The Office? I want to know about that. Yes, what about his makeup artist? They probably make okay, you're doing makeup artists, but you go down to whatever the lowest level thing is. What about the person who's uh, 
putting together the food cart. I know that they're probably all union because it's all Hollywood stuff. And so they're all union. They probably got decent hourly wages or whatever. But I wonder if it compared to his $100,000 per episode that he was getting paid for the office. I don't know. What about all of the royalties that he continues to receive every time it plays on TV? It's not just what he got paid up front. All the actors continue to receive royalties for their time on TV. And the, the royalties are going to be pretty good. I'm just, I'm just going to tell you. I've, I've been in one commercial where I spoke one line in a commercial. And... The, the royalties were fine, okay? They were, they were fine for a couple years from that, all right? It wasn't... If you're on a full-blown TV show that's got reruns playing all the time, uh, you're, you're doing just fine. So uh, I could post it sometime. Could do that. It was a Supercuts commercial, all right? My band was in it. And uh, yeah, that's the, that's the only reason. They used to do a thing called Rock the Cut. And uh, so we were one of the bands that did a commercial for like a year and a half or something like that. It was fun. That's what I'm saying. And the, you get actors royalties, you get lead actors royalties for even just a commercial and it's good. All right. He's doing just fine. And I doubt the people who were serving him tea or whatever it was while they were filming are doing as well as he did while they were recording episodes. So it's always great to look at other people and point to how great they're doing compared to their workers, but it's totally fine for you to do it, right? Doesn't matter. I'm sure he's just trying to find each one of those people from the set and give them that money. Hypocrites, man. I'm telling you, hypocrites. All right. Here we go. Elizabeth Warren Post. Big tech has too much power over our lives, our economy, and our democracy. My bipartisan bill would create an agency dedicated to promoting competition, guarding Americans' privacy, and preventing harm online. So she has a bill. This is an article in the Boston Globe. This is a bipartisan bill to create a new agency to take on big tech. Okay. And if I ever think about things the U.S. government could do, um, promoting competition, that's one. Protecting Americans' privacy, uh, that's two. And then preventing harm, those are all things that I would definitely go to the U.S. government for. Let's look at the actual article here. In his State of the Union address last year, this year, President Biden urged Congress to pass bipartisan legislation to stop big tech from collecting personal data on kids and teenagers online, ban targeted advertising to children, and impose stricter limits on personal data these companies collect on all of us. Two senators, Elizabeth Warren and Lindsey Graham, took him seriously. Warren and Graham last week released a 158-page bill that would create a new government agency to oversee technology firms and would impose regulations in the area of transparency, competition, privacy, and national security. While Congress should, this is from a, the editorial board at the Boston Globe, by the way, so that's who's right. While Congress should, along with experts, 
carefully vet each of the many proposals in the bill. The broad idea of creating a new agency to oversee big tech companies makes sense. That agency could then take the lead in crafting detailed regulations needed to address complex issues like privacy. And who are the experts, by the way? Who's an expert in uh, big tech, big technology? Oh, yeah, it's it's going to be people who work for big tech. That's who's going to work at the agency. This is just going to be another revolving door agency, by the way, just like the FDA and several others. Warren and Graham wrote in the New York Times op-ed that digital platforms have created tools that can be used for harmful activities. Here's a quote from Warren and Graham. Nobody elected big tech executives to govern anything, let alone the entire digital world that they created. If, dem if, dem if democracy means anything, it means that leaders on both sides of the aisle must take responsibility for protecting the freedom of the American people from the ever-changing whims of these powerful companies and their unaccountable CEOs. So you know what we're going to do? We're going to create another unaccountable, unelected federal bureaucracy, another agency who is accountable to no one who you do not elect, who will have power over these people, and who will help us maintain control over you. That is what democracy is, my fellow Americans. There you go. Oh, boy. A couple more quotes here. A couple more important things. Uh, companies like Google, Meta, and Amazon, these companies would need to be licensed, and licenses could be revoked for violating the law. You have to get your big tech Operating company license. Sounds good. Well, how many hours of training you have to go through to get that license. Uh, it would be authorized to prohibit a variety of anti-competitive practices like Google using its search engine to draw customers to Google hotels or Amazon requiring sellers to use Amazon's logistics service if they want good website placement. These are two dumb things that we've already talked about before. Google should be able to send you to Google's own results on Google's own website. Okay? It's not a public service. This is not a library. They, sh they can send you wherever they want to. If you don't like it, then go use another platform. Use DuckDuckGo. I haven't used Google in years. I'm sure DuckDuckGo probably does the same thing, only smaller. Or Amazon requiring sellers to use Amazon's logistics service if they want good website placement. You know why they do that? Because the reason people go to Amazon, or used to be back in the day, the reason you would go there, the reason they got so big, was because you could get stuff so fast on the website. And so that is what Amazon was known for. And so Amazon would require you to use all of their logistics services. They would require you to list your lowest price. You couldn't have a lower price anywhere else. That's fine if you don't want to. You just don't use Amazon. That's fine. That way, Amazon could maintain what Amazon was known for. But they are going to try and stop people from doing that, too, which is just all going to leave people paying higher prices for everything. OK, that's all number three. Surely we will not get another agency. Hope to God we will not. George Takai. Or better known as Sulu from Star Trek. The... James T. Kirk one, William Shatner. The only Star Trek that matters. Okay. He says, pro tip. Whenever you see someone saying, 
We could be spending that money on X, not the website. We could be spending that money on X instead of sending it to Ukraine. It probably originated from and was amplified by the Russians. Be smarter out there. I know for some of you, it's hard. And so, you see, once again, like I, I, I need to not know entertainers politics. Now, George, George Takai has been, been very political for a long time. So known this, known this for a while. Okay. But this, he is in my favorite line of Star Trek movies. Okay. Um, and I just have to put that aside. That's totally fine. But just, to, this is how dumb it is. If you see someone saying that instead of spending this money on Ukraine, we could spend it on this Boom, that was the Russians that did it. There is no other way that you as a human being could think that anything is more important than spending money on Ukraine. As the U.S. government taking your money and spending it on things or borrowing it in your children's name or inflating it away, causing higher prices everywhere, there is no way that you could think that money could be spent on anything other than Ukraine without you being a Russian plant or that message being amplified by Russians. That's it. I know that's hard for some of you to understand. You're just not as smart as this actor. That, that's just what it is. Who played a smart person on TV. Okay. That was number four. We've only got a couple more right now. Number five. This is one of my favorites. Reparations. Going to be number five. But more specifically, here is the Debt Collective replying. The Debt Collective is this group on Twitter that just talks about how you shouldn't have to pay debt, essentially. All the debt is bad. We should cancel all of it. You shouldn't need to pay anything. And so Tim, oh, Tim, asked a question. You constantly post about forgiving debt. What are some things you feel people should have to pay their debts on? Okay, let's entertain that question. What You always think people should have their stuff canceled. What's something you think people should have to pay for? And they respond with reparations. They, they messed up. I'm sure this is just an oversight on their part. The debt collective. What should people have to pay their debt on? I know this is tough, but you should pick something that is a debt that people chose uh, to go into if you're going to say that they should pay a debt. You don't just choose something that no one has ever agreed to or has any responsibility for at all. All right. But that's what they did. It's not any of your medical debt. I get that probably wasn't by choice. We can't help that things happen sometimes. It's not your, not even your car payment. You know, you can't help that you chose that car. You could have chosen a cheaper one. You know that. But you wanted that one. Let's be honest. And so it's more money and it's tougher to pay for. Yours college, of course. You had to get that whatever the worthless degree was. It might even be worth, it might be, even be a good degree, but you went too soon and you got a degree that you don't really care about anymore because you don't want to do that. That's why my degree is worthless. I could go to a semester of college, probably might, might need a couple, 
that's called also called like a year of college. And um, I could go and I could be a teacher if I wanted to be. All right. Now, did I go get a worthless degree? No. You get hired as a teacher pretty easily. It's worthless to me because I don't want to be a teacher anymore because I hadn't fully decided what I wanted to do before I went to college, which is why I just, I just left and I never went back. Therefore, I got a worthless college loan, a bunch of them. All right. Still paying on them right now. It's not that. That's not what you should have to pay for. It should be reparations. Something that you had nothing to do with because you never held any slaves and money that you should pay to people who were never slaves. And who responds to this tweet? None other than Nina Turner with not one or two but or three or four or five or even six, but seven fire emojis on Twitter. That is how on fire this idea was, that there is nothing in this life that you should have to pay for that you received other than paying reparations to black people. That is the only thing that you owe as a human being is money to her. That's it. You think we're done with reparations right now? No, because Nina Turner still existed another day this week. And so therefore we can still talk about her. That's great. Many of you saw this one. Black folks are not demanding reparations from white folks. I read that. I was like, okay, good. Means I don't have to pay any BS reparations, right? The demand is for the United States government, whose economy was built on the labor of enslaved people, whose laws allow black codes, Jim Crow, and redlining, to repay that debt. Okay. So it's not black people demanding reparations from white people. It's just from the United States government. Were there terrible things? Of course. Slavery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Black codes, Jim Crow. Of course. Really bad things. But where does the United States government get its money, Nina? And would you, wouldn't you know it? She answered the question. Most of the time she doesn't answer this question. But the problem is, here's, here's the deal. You're going to get the reparations from the government. Okay, well, the government's got to get its money from somewhere. It's either going to tax everyone, or it's going to borrow, or it's going to print. Those are the ways it's going to get money. This person says, who do you think funds the government, Nina? And she responds with, the government itself issues currency. So who funds the government? It's just going to issue the currency. Now, let's think about this for a minute. Why do we pay taxes in the first place? I hate, this is people's fallback. This is your MMT argument. Like, oh yeah, I know that we can't possibly pay for this. I know we can't. We're just going to print the money for it. All right, so why are we still taxing people? You know, let's just stop. Let's just print all the money, right? Let's just deal with it that way. That's a great idea. I love it. So the government itself issues currency. You know what happens when the government issues currency and gives it 
directly out to people, especially when it gives it back directly to people in the form of payments that they can then immediately use. Inflation. Inflation happens to people. And wouldn't you know it, who is it that gets most affected by inflation? But poor people first. Those are the people who get affected first. I'm not saying that means that black people get affected first, but statistically that would be, but of course they'll have the money to pay for the extra inflation. So that's, so that's fine, except for when that money runs out and then everyone else will have to not get, listen, this is a recipe for absolutely destroying what is left of our country. If you have reparation printed money, you literally print funny money for black people to use at grocery stores. And then it leads to increased prices for everyone. But only one group of people gets the extra money to use on things. You, It's done at that time. I'm going to start buying MREs to put in the basement that I don't have. Okay. I'll build a basement and I'll buy some MREs. And I'm going to put them down there at that time. I kind of agree. Could we just do it and get it over with? I'm sick. You know, let's just... Let's just get past that part so I can focus on how we rebuild afterwards, right? Just became a collapsitarian right there. Speaking of collapsitarian, sometimes you just kind of give up, you know? And that leads you to come up with some great solutions, really great stuff, really wonderful things like uh, Chicago. This is dumb bleep number six. It's the last dumb bleep of the day. Uh, Costco brought this to our attention. Back on Monday of this week, I believe, and we we held off on talking about it. Chicago Democrat asked gang members to refrain from shootouts between 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. This, I know that you think I'm joking right now, if you haven't heard anyone else talk about this. And I get it, it's just a, 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 a Democrat asking this. I understand that. It's not like that's a major policy proposal they're putting forward. How do you get to this point where people are just, this is where they're at. Like, you know, these people who won't stop the murder, they won't stop murdering people. I really hope that they can find it in their hearts to only murder between the hours of 9 p.m. and 9 a.m. 9 a.m. seems a little late though, doesn't it? Are they just trying to use 9 to 9? Use your 9 from 9 to 9? Is that what they want to do? I don't know. Um, you know, because 9 a.m., like kids are already going to school and stuff. So you'd be out after a late night of murder and still be catching kids. I don't know. A crime-ridden, lawless Democrat is from Town Hall, so maybe it's got a little bit of bias. I will tell you, though, I don't know if anyone in the group is from around Chicago or been there in a while. Anyone hanging out with us right now? Let me know if you are from there. I realize that it's because of the media that I consume, but I have a legitimate fear of going to Chicago <laughs> and walking outside. Not quite as much as I have uh, like going to San Francisco or you know one of those cities. Um I mean, I've only been to San Francisco once. I got robbed in the first 45 minutes. We got robbed. My, my band did. In the first 45 minutes we were there, my first time that we got there. And then someone else who came to hang out with us that night, their windows got broken in and, and got robbed. So anyhow, 
No one else in Chicago. Amanda is close, close to Chicago. She's across probably a bridge or something or a highway or whatever you go across to get up there. Um, yeah, I'm just not, I'm not super pumped about going there. I, I don't really feel like going and walking around. But anyway, a crime-ridden, lawless Democratic city is being asked to limit shooting their guns in the streets to nighttime. Only nighttime shots. Which is one that's mo it's more dangerous to shoot at that time because you can't see as well. I think we should only do it during the day. I think the issue here is that the shooters can't see very well. Chicago Democratic Alderwoman or Night Vision for All. There's another, see, I got good plans here. Maybe Night Vision for All, you help out with that. Supply everyone with Kevlar vests. Um, but what about when people can't sleep at night? I know I'm supposed to be reading this piece, but then you hear gunshots all night. So we need suppressors going out to everyone or silencers or sound machines. If you don't have a gun, you get a free sound machine to put in. And then if you got a gun, you get a free suppress, like try to keep the noise violence down also. You see, libertarians should run everything. Chicago Democratic Alderwoman Maria Haddon asked gang members to refrain from shootouts between 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. to reduce the risk that people not involved in high-risk activities. So if you didn't choose to play the shootout game that night, you're not forced to be involved in it. An email from Rogers Park-based Native Sons, known as the People's Ordinance, said making a deal with dangerous gang members will help keep the liberal city safe from accidental killings. Is this a binding contract? Like if they shoot outside of those hours, they'll get in trouble? Or it's just kind of a handshake agreement? I'm not sure. We have to start somewhere, co-founder of Native Sons. Atkins said of the ordinance, our goal is to approach our city's gun violence problem strategically and not all at once. Things didn't become this way overnight and change won't happen overnight. Shootings are up significantly with Chicago police suggesting a reunited gang war between the local gangster disciples and Black P. Stones and Uptown is to blame. I'm not up on my gangs but you got gd and bps shooting it out down there if people know that after a certain hour the likelihood of them being shot by an unknown or unprovoked assailant is at a higher risk they will be less likely to be out and about kind of like having a lockdown sort of thing you know you go outside you get shot and they may become more proactive with the supervision of their children when those who live a certain lifestyle try to hang with regular class citizens they put everyone at risk in other words when nighttime hits the city turns into <laughs> Exactly what I was going to say. The purge. Why don't we just tell everyone that one day of the year, totally fine. You just do whatever. <laughs> it's like, it, there is like a purge every night. Although only they're supposed to get in trouble. They're not really allowed to do it, but it's just a nightly purge. Totally fine. Totally fine. Here's the uh, flyer going around online, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. No shooting. You would reach the gang members better if you just told them that they could shoot from 9 p.m. to 9 a.m. But you're saying no shooting from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. When previously, it used to be no shooting from 9 p.m. to 9 p.m. Of the, of the following day. Well, they didn't like that one, so let's just try half of the time. A pew-pew. I like that, Magoo. That's good stuff. 
United for a safe summer. Let's see if it works. You know what? I'm all for trying stuff. That's totally fine. Totally fine. Maybe you should get out of these cities, though, folks. It's way better out here in uh, Tennessee. Get get out of Chicago. If you're listening to me right now, it's time to leave. You should have left Illinois long. The best time to leave Illinois was 15 years ago. And the uh, second best time is tomorrow. Okay. Just time to get out of there. That's it. Those are the dumb bleeps. Let's get the votes in. That's right, because I got an interview coming up here in a few minutes, and I got another interview coming up uh, after that. So let's get those, them, their votes in while I tell you about uh, the Fed Haters Club. You go to joingml.com so you can get your votes in right now, just like I'm asking everyone to go and do. Uh, So that's great. I see some votes rolling in at the moment. Doing a great job. Doing a great job, everyone. Get those votes in. Go to join GML. Uh, you can go to, what's the website for the merch? Is it GodHatesFeds.com? I think it's GodHatesFeds.com is where you go to get shirts. I'm wearing a test shirt today. I don't like the font on it, uh, so I'm going to redo it, but I ordered a test product. It says power corrupts. I think that that's a very important message because, well, I don't know, we just, got a, we just got a mugshot of a former president. And uh, we got all this stuff going on with Joe Biden, and everyone seems to keep thinking that the solution to the problem is putting the right people in power. And it's not. It is not the solution to the problem. The problem is the power itself, because power corrupts. All right. So I think wearing a shirt around says power corrupts is pretty cool. Although I am going to change the font on this here shirt because it looks like a Captain Planet shirt. And so I'm not going to keep wearing that. I don't want to get confused with someone who's wearing a Captain Planet shirt. I want it to be Power Corrupts. I'm not going to put the whole saying on there. Okay. Just that one part is very important. Okay. Who won? It looks like reparations. Technically, more than likely goes to Nina Turner. You kind of got a Nina Turner debt collective thing going on. She commented on it. (sighs) Nina, 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 Nina. I did respond to that, by the way, uh, and said, if if you have children that go to a school that Nina Turner went to, like in the area, and look, like you do your digging and you figure out what school she went to. If your kids go to that school, you pull them out right now, get them out of there, homeschool them, quit your job, and homeschool them, okay? Because, whoo, good lord, it's bad. Y'all can tell it's bad. All right, thank you for hanging out, everyone. This is Good Morning Liberty. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of meaning every single day of the week when we want to. I hope you have a great weekend. We'll be back on Monday. Charlie will be back on Monday. It's going to be a great week. And then the following week is just going to be a mess. Not even going to be here that week. I'm going to be everywhere that week, except for here. But I am going to do some shows from a hotel room, and that's going to sound amazing. Okay, everyone. Thanks for hanging out. Do all the things that we talked about earlier. Remember those things? God hates feds and... Join Gmail, all that stuff. If you do every single one of them, I'll be right back here on Monday. Have a great weekend and a good morning. Liberty.